0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and
1: Bethany. This
0: is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. And today we want to take a few minutes and talk about patience in a marriage or the importance and the value Mm -hmm. of being patient in your marriage. (laughs) We were kicking around ideas like, how do we tackle this issue? And we landed on, I I think I just asked you, Bethany, when was the last time you were impatient with me? And (laughs) um, what we're thinking is uh, basically... Bethany, I want to hear from you mm-hmm. um, how you need to demonstrate patience toward me in our marriage.
1: Yeah, and, yeah. And <laughs> let's talk about
0: that a little bit, and then we'll turn the
1: tables. All right, let me give you a few ways here. <laughs> let, <laughs> let me break it down for no, you. No, this is
0: how you need to work on patience
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. toward me. How I need to work on patience toward you. Yeah, okay, because there are opportunities for me to work on patience because I think... One of the major reasons is you and I are so different. And where I see myself struggle with patience is I'm kind of a, you know, fast mover, fast thinker, like goer, doer, let's go, boom, 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 right? Yes. And you're more of a processor. Not. Right. (laughs) And so some of the ways I've been tempted to be impatient is when we're in a conversation thinking through either what we're going to do for the day or what a plan might be, or like just even fixing a problem, you know, solving an issue, because I see my struggle to be Im- impatient when you just like take time to think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's such a bad thing.
1: It sounds so bad. Why, why would
0: I like stop and think before acting?
1: I, I know. I, <laughs> I mean, over time I've come to love it.
0: <sighs> no, but I, I totally know what you're talking about. I am not a necessarily fast Processor or fast, quick thinker, mm-hmm. you are, and so I do think <laughs> you you have to be yes. patient because it takes me time sometimes yeah. to just to figure it out or to spit it out when I'm talking or thinking. Right, and uh, I'm sure I give you plenty of opportunities to work on your patience.
1: Yes, well, I re- I mean I remember that when I when it really was a struggle, I don't know years ago, I as you were thinking, I literally in my brain I'd be like. Hurry up! What are you gonna say? Say something. Like I'd have this conversation. It's so bad, right? You know, I'm just like almost staring you down with these eyes. Like, talk, talk.
0: You've thought of like ten things to yes. say.
1: I'm like, you could say this or this or this. Just tell me something. Um, but so I think for one of the one of the ways I dealt with that was just realizing that that is the way that you think through things, and it's different than me. And that's sounds so fundamental, but I grew up in a family with more, I don't know, action, lots of people talking, not a lot of just pondering time. And so for me, it's like that was annoying or frustrating. But as I stepped back and realized this is the way Mark thinks, and in fact, this is the way Mark thinks the best, he's gonna get a better answer. He's not gonna just jump to conclusions or just throw out something. He's like careful and calculated in his words. So just knowing that was helpful.
0: Sometimes good things take time.
1: Yeah, that's true. And sometimes you
0: just got to wait for that nugget of wisdom.
1: (laughs) Okay, so that's one way. But it's funny
0: you bring up your family. I I remember like the first time I met them and being at this big family gathering. It's just like, I can't get a word in. No. You know, like...
1: (sighs) Every time... You were like a second behind and somebody's already going. It's like, sorry, you lost your turn.
0: Yeah, and then it's too long. (laughs) Yeah. And then my family, I like that you use the word pondering. Pondering. You know, my family, we can just sit around and ponder for a little while and we think and we mull it over. And then, and then you know what, when Mm -hmm. someone says something, it's pure gold.
1: Right. Oh yeah. Every time. (laughs) But yeah, it's just, yeah, there's just more space and things. So I, I think for in our discussions, in our planning, in our solving problems, when one of the spouses, which would be you, is more of a processor, and the other person is more of a goer, more of a, I don't know, whatever, just fast on their feet. It's, that can lead to impatience, which just bubbles up as frustration. And so the first thing was just figuring that out. And then the second thing was really working on waiting and just being okay with space and chill and not being in such a rush, you know, not being in such a rush to solve the problem, being okay with there being space, time, whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that,
1: good. that's, that's how I deal with you. No, <laughs> That's well, how I deal with my impatience.
0: Yeah. You said back when you were struggling with this, so yeah. you don't, you don't struggle with impatience anymore. Well,
1: with every once in a while there's opportunities, but there was like a time when it was, you know, when
0: you were really working on it,
1: really working on it. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. remember. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I talked extra slow during that
1: time. <laughs> you were helping me grow. So kind of you, so generous. Uh, that's funny. Okay, so I am so curious to know what are you gonna say? When when do you have to be patient with me? Well,
0: if if you need to be patient with me in, you know, giving me time, because I cause I think or I talk slow, mm-hmm. I need to be patient with you when you talk long. <laughs>
1: No, what? So you have
0: so many words, so many thoughts that oftentimes mm-hmm. you just start listing them off mm-hmm. and you'll list off mm-hmm. 10, 20, 30, hundred <laughs> thoughts. Whoa, a
1: hundred? And,
0: you know, when we're on 99, I'm thinking, you know, is this ever going to end?
1: Okay. You know what I always tell you though? There's so many thoughts I don't say in each day. Is that shocking to you? It is. I know. I say maybe. It's hard. Okay, to, uh,
0: it's hard to a, fathom. A
1: hundred sounds like an, oh, a gross exaggeration, <laughs> but maybe I say that many. But yeah, I, I have a lot of thoughts. A lot. Of I'm words. just
0: saying. I'm just you know trying to make a point here, right, right. That you know, if if your if my error is to talk slow or to process slow, mm-hmm. your error is is to process fast and
1: and long and, and,
0: <laughs> and a lot and yes. a lot of it. Um. Oh, and man. so I need to sit there and and look at you and listen and. Continue listening, Mm -hmm. what you know if you keep going, Um, and I think I realized that also early on in our relationship that Mm -hmm. this this is a little bit just more so how you're wired and um, you're just gonna say more than I'm gonna say, and um, it really helped for me to realize maybe what I already knew that I like hearing you talk, I want to know what you have to say, and because I love you mm-hmm. I, I want I want to hear and so um, that maybe helps to fuel my patience mm-hmm. to listen to what you have to say
1: mm-hmm. I'm so glad
0: yeah and I think there's a tendency to you know when someone is a longer talker mm-hmm. to think about other things or or tune them out
1: yeah zone out a little
0: but I think this is this and this is why I bring up the the love piece yeah I care about you, I care about what you think, I care about what you have to say, and I want to hear those things. And so uh, maybe just a simple reminder to yourself, if you have a spouse that talks long, mm-hmm. uh, a simple reminder of your vows to them, your pledge to them, your commitment to them, uh, that you, you love them, and uh, communication yeah. back and forth is a big part, and your the part you have to play in that process is listening.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, and another thing too is like, um, it could very well be the case that if I were to give you nonverbal signals that I don't really care about what you're saying or Mm -hmm. I'm not really listening, um, that might prompt you to talk even more. Like you need to say it again and again and again to really get my attention. Right. But if I look you in the eye, I listen, I nod, I track with you and I'm saying, Hey, so if I'm understanding you correctly, you're saying this. Right. Then you get the sense that I've heard you. Yeah. You've been heard. It's been validated and now you don't need to say it a bunch of more times.
1: Yeah, so. that's so true. Yeah, when someone's zoning out, it's almost like the talkers want to talk them to death. <laughs> Keep talking.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> oh man. Well, I'm glad I'm glad that we've given each other, you know,
0: lots of opportunities. opportunities.
1: To work on patience. <laughs> and likely in most marriages, every marriage, there are opportunities to be patient.
0: No doubt about it. Yeah. And um, I think, like I said at the beginning, this is a, a complicating factor. Mm-hmm. I mean, oftentimes when, when people come in for marriage counseling, what I hear most often is we're having trouble communicating. Mm-hmm. And a lot of couples have communication problems because there are other problems that are fueling yeah poor communication, right. so what they're seeing, what they're feeling is a, a problem in communicating back and forth, and one of those uh, feeders, yeah, could be impatience,
1: yeah, just short fuse, just not being able to wait
0: it's gonna lead to fights, yeah, it's gonna lead to arguments right yeah, it's gonna lead to the the feeling that we're not getting each other, so
1: yeah,
0: um so we want to take a couple minutes um uh, mm-hmm. and just maybe identify a couple ways in terms of how to develop more patience. Yeah. Um, If you are recognizing that this is something that would help your marriage to be better, um, then you should focus on it a Mm -hmm. little bit. You should spend some time to develop this.
1: Yeah. I think one of the things, and I mentioned it, was just learning more about the way you think, actually asking you about it, talking about it, just kind of, Thinking through your perspective and how we come at things differently. And that's really helpful to just recognize this person I'm married to doesn't do everything like me. And actually, that's a really good thing. Like, I'm so glad you process and slow things down. And I've learned a lot from that aspect of your life. And so it helps me to grow in my patience with you when I recognize. Who you are, how God's made you, just your natural personality and your strengths, even, and not to feel like you need to be like me. I mean, that's not going to solve the problem. Here is if you just think quicker like me. Let's go. You know that doesn't solve the problem of me being impatient. So get to get to really think through who your spouse is. I think that's going to be helpful in growing in patience.
0: Totally. And just to piggyback on what you said, if getting things faster is your solution to patience, (laughs) guess what? You're not going to solve your patience problem. You're just going to put a Band-Aid on it. It's still going to be there. If you have a patience problem, you need to deal with your patience problem. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone, every one of us, Mm -hmm. we have patience problems. (laughs) This is a fruit of the Spirit. This is something that God is developing in us. So we should see increasingly more and more patience in our lives the further along we get in our our Christian lives. Mm-hmm. And so in our marriages, we got to be more patient with each other now than we were a year ago.
1: Yes. And I think what helps with that, developing that when you really see it as an issue is to memorize scripture about your impatience. And this is just a uh, hands down across the board for me throughout my life in our marriage, and anything is just this is an issue. I I better put some of God's word right into my mind that can come straight forward to the the front of my thoughts when impatient thoughts are coming up. It's like there's something there to grab attention and go back to what God's truth would be.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you want to work on any virtue in Mm -hmm. your life um, and and you really want to be proactive about it, then you should memorize a verse. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can sit around and think and dream and wish that you were going to become a more patient person, but... You're not going to if you just dream about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So put a little bit of action on that and memorize a verse. Yeah, um, That's going to help, not only because you're you're putting, a new, uh, you're putting God's words into your mind, but the, the nature of memorization is that that verse is now going to stick with you throughout the day. You're going to mull it over. You're going to mm-hmm. think about it. You're going to ponder yes. that verse, <laughs> and, and that would be a good thing
1: slow down and think about it.
0: And when you're, when you're pondering a Bible verse throughout the day and the same verse maybe throughout the week, then you end up seeing opportunities to be patient when they arrive. And I think that's another key component is not only being proactive to work on this, but uh, in the form of memorizing, but w- when you see an opportunity... Take advantage of that opportunity and look for opportunities.
1: Yeah, and view it as an opportunity rather than a frustration. Don't allow yourself to be frustrated. Oh, I'm in another scenario where I have to show patience. I have to wait or I have to have a a calm attitude here and not get annoyed or frustrated or blow up. I mean, it's like... This is an opportunity for me to grow in this area that I already see as a problem. So when I'm driving on the freeway and there's traffic or at the house or with the kids or at your job, any, any place can be an opportunity for God to grow you in that area, especially when you're focused on it.
0: I think that's huge. And maybe one additional thing to do is to get accountability. I mean, if you, if you Mm. really want to work on something, then you tell someone that you want to work on that thing and you ask them if they'll ask you about it.
1: Yes. It's huge. If someone says, how's that going? And you've made no progress in a week, even though you've identified it as a problem and then you've got a godly person coming into your life and they want to run down like, Hey, any growth there? How's that going? And you're just at the same place as you were last week. It's it's eye-opening, and it real, it helps you to realize that there's some more effort, more, more work and focus put on that. So. Totally.
0: So uh, we often will try to end our podcast with uh, mm-hmm. a challenge, challenge or a question or something, and there are probably a number of verses that you could memorize. Yes. Uh, I mean, since that was really the big thing we, we're challenging you to do here is to memorize a verse. Um, maybe we'll leave you with one here. Mm-hmm. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1, it says this, I therefore, are, yeah, I therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you've been called. So just kind of a starting into a new chapter here in Ephesians, Paul says, you know, walk worthy. And the very first thing he says is, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love eager to maintain the unity of the spirit of the bond of peace. Um, Just right off the bat, Mm -hmm. you know, you want to walk in a manner worthy of your calling, do so with patience, bearing with one another in love. Uh, So maybe that's a good verse to memorize. Uh, There's just a lot of good concepts in that and really good things to think about throughout the day.
1: Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us and we will talk to you next time.
0: See ya.